Hello, good morning, everyone. Welcome to my very first podcast. Today is August 28th, and wow, football season is already back. I'm so pumped about it. Football, our high school starts back Friday. College starts back this weekend officially, and NFL the next weekend. I am very excited. I can't believe it's already back. And today, I'm just going to talk about the SEC. Uh, man, I just really want to talk about the SEC. Just for today, we can talk about all the sports. I will be talking about all kinds of sports in my podcast and NFL, NBA, and all that crap. But today, it's just about the SEC football. Some good old Southern East, Southeastern Conference football. So we'll go right into it with the SEC West first. With the Arkansas Razorbacks, head coach Chad Morris is coming off a 2-10 record overall and a 0-8 conference record. That is not good at all. That was an embarrassing season. But Chad Morris has got a big future ahead of him. He brung, he's bringing in his quarterback he was at with SMU, Ben Hicks, which he just named the starting quarterback this week. Ben Hicks was the all-time leading passer at for 9,081 passing yards and 71 touchdowns. He will be very efficient for that program. Big year for him. I don't know. I'm not going to say he's back to the Arkansas football, but it will be a lot better than last year for sure. I hope so. And Arkansas is bringing in a good recruiting class. That's very impressive. Ben, Chad Morris has got a big future ahead of him. Very good recruiting class coming in. At Fayetteville, I mean, they're bringing in some good receivers, and Trey Knox would be a name that you better watch out for. I mean, it's a big future ahead of for on Chad Morris. I mean, you got DB Gregory Brook, Devin Bush coming in. Those Louisiana guys. I mean, Louisiana, we all know, makes good products out of the defensive side. So I mean, plus their schedule is the easiest in the SEC West. So we'll see what Arbor, I mean, Arkansas does. They kick off the season this weekend against Portland State. Next weekend, they got Ole Miss. Then they got Colorado State, San Jose State, uh, Texas A&M, and Arlington. That's always a very fun game to watch. By week, Kentucky and Lexington. That would be a very imp- – we will see how that rolls out. Then Auburn and Fayetteville – Tuscaloosa in Alabama, Mississippi State in Fayetteville, Western Kentucky, Bow Week, LSU and Baton Rouge. Always a good game to watch that one. It used to be always a good game. And then Missouri and Little Rock. So, big, good season for Arkansas. We'll see how the season rolls out. Arkansas really does have the potential to start off 4-0, which is very big for them. Respectfully to Ole Miss, but they could potentially... Really could start out 4-0. But that's really, really big for, I mean, for uh, Arkansas this year. We'll see how they roll. Next up will be Auburn head coach Gus Mazon. Big year, really big year for Gus Mazon. He really needs to turn that program around. If he doesn't turn that program around this year, his coaching job is on the line. And this is a year for Auburn. This is a year that I would normally say this is a top this year's Iron Bowl will be a top 10 Iron Bowl. 
And but Auburn's got one of the toughest schedules in the SEC. Not just the SEC, just in, they got one of the toughest schedules nationally. Auburn's got starting a true freshman quarterback, Bo Nix. And honestly, I love Bo Nix. I love watching him. He's big. I mean, he set the he he was a big part of that Pennsylvania Valley offense that set the state record for twelve thousand plus yards. And for his, I was career. That was the career. Bo Nix stats: twelve thousand plus total offense of his offense. And then he got like a hundred something touchdowns, like a hundred somewhere between one hundred thirty and one hundred sixty touchdowns, which is big. And that's huge. It was very good at Pennsylvania Valley. I really liked watching that program. And his father, you know, he's big at Auburn. We'll see how Bo Nix does. I mean, if he doesn't do good, if I was, I'm not a, I hate Auburn, but Auburn should be very, fairly happy with their quarterbacks this year. Because if they, Bo Nix doesn't do good, they got Joey Gatewood, who I believe he's almost like a mixture between Nick Marshall and Cam Newton. People are more uh, comparing him to Cam Newton this year. So we will see how that rolls out. Um, I think Bo Nix will do a good job. He definitely will have a big test to start off the season against Oregon. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Auburn's got, they're going to be, they bringing in a new running back coach, that Cadillac. Mr. Cadillac will be their running back coach. And he's got Ted home. He's, he's, they're going to have some depth on that running back position. They got the most experienced offensive line coming in. I mean, they got from last year one of the weakest offensive lines. I won't say weakest, one of the most inexperienced offensive lines to the one of the most experienced offensive lines in offense. I mean, in SEC. So they got a pretty decent quarterback. You got six running back starters. It will probably be Whitlow or Cam Martin. I would say it would be Whitlow, I believe. People are kind of forgot about Whitlow, at least the past couple years. Because Whitlow did have, about two years ago, he was like really good. So we will see how that plays out. They get a lot of running backs they can switch in and which, which out, which is always a good thing to have fresh legs. They always, Auburn's always had like a, they didn't last year for sure, but they've always had like this 1,000 career, career, not career, season rushing yards. With the amount of running backs they got, unless they re- rely, just get the season going, rely more on one guy. We'll see how that rolls out, but they could potentially split a lot of yards with each other. They got some good running backs, though, and they got a really some really good wide receiver core. Seth Williams is really big for them. He's big playmaker. He's really fast. He's big. They got some high expectations, and don't forget, they got a very strong defensive line coming in. They got Derrick Brown, first round. He's a first round, probably top 10 potential draft pick. So, Auburn's got a, they got their hand. They got some good players on their uh, team. But their schedule will not be easy with Oregon and Arlington, Tulane, Kent State. Those two should be a win. But Auburn could slip up a bad one. They could potentially have a scary one. They are known to have a scary one. And they have to go to College Station, which will be a big one. Mississippi State, they could potentially have seven top 25 games because they play 
Texas A&M, Oregon, Georgia, Alabama, and they could potentially play, or you got LSU, and then Mississippi State could possibly be a ranked team. We'll see. We'll talk more about them a little bit, but they got after they play Mississippi State, Florida's another big one at Gainesville. That's three. T- that's could be depending on how Mississippi State plays this year. That's three rough weeks. So Auburn's definitely got some uh, a lot of work to do. They got a bye week. Then they got Arkansas. They played at LSU very late this year. They usually play LSU like the third week around September 15th, around that weekend. They have to play LSU. They get Ole Miss, Bow Week, Georgia, Sanford, and Alabama. So we'll see how Auburn plays out. I don't want to say they will be bad, but I don't want to say they're going to be really good. I kind of get that feeling that they're going to be really strong. If they lose to Oregon this weekend, that will spark us firing them. So we'll see how they roll. I mean, it would be tough. They got they got a lot of work to do. I mean, but we're in the SEC. Auburn definitely has the potential to have to survive that gauntlet. I mean, it's Auburn. Come on, they they're always going to find a way to become successful. So this, I feel like this is one of the seasons that will. But again, they got a tough schedule, so I would not be surprised at all if they do have a lot better than last year, but still some losses over there. Uh, Ole Miss, the next game with Ted Coach Matt Luke, uh, they got a new offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. And their defensive coordinator is going to spark a fire night defense. Last year, Ole Miss probably could have lost to a high school team because that off that defense, I mean, was very horrible. And they're going to change up a new defensive scheme, too. They're going from a passing grade, more a passing air raid defense to more of a 3-4 attack defense this year. So that's going to be like really big for them. So they're bringing in a new offensive coordinator too. And this is going to be a new year for Ole Miss because they're going to rely more on the run. So we'll see how they roll. I mean, they're returning eight starters, which is big. And by the way, that new defensive coordinator, DC, is Mike McIntyre. Remember this. He was at Colorado and led them to the Pac-12 championship in like 2016 or something like that. And not another one. that He has produced some good DBs too. Uh, Ole Miss. I mean, not Ole Miss. Uh, Purdue, uh, not Purdue. Colorado. My bad. My apologies. Colorado. Isaiah Oliver. You re- um, hear that name this year in the NFL. Isaiah Oliver. I promise you, he's got t- uh, long arms. He will be strong in the NFL. So, we'll see. Oh, they Colorado did produce some good defensive backs. So, Mike McIntyre was a defense. So, we'll see how that rolls out with Ole Miss. They got some good running backs coming in. Scotty Phillips last year was really strong. 928 yards and 12 touchdowns. Really good running back with the 
fairly decent offensive line. So we'll see. And by the way, my personal favorite. Oh man, Jerry and Ely, the freshman coming out of Madison. Uh, forget the school, Jackson Academy. He can play baseball. He can play football. He's strong. That man is a monster. So get used to that name. I mean, he can. He's fast and he's strong. I love watching him play. He. I can't wait to see him play baseball. I really hope he is playing baseball for Ole Miss because he's a heck of a good baseball player too. I mean, he's. Get used to that name. So we'll see how they go. Ole Miss will be young though. They're gonna be young this year. Good year for Mississippi. Uh, Ole Miss. It's gonna be. Gonna be a. Another interesting year for Ole Miss. They're gonna be young, but they're gonna be. They're gonna be a lot better. I hope they're gonna be a lot better. They're coming off. A horrible season too. So uh, they kick off the season against Memphis. They kick off the season against Memphis. That'll be a good test. I know it's Memphis, but uh, Memphis can might they got a fast offense. Memphis does have a speedy offense, so we'll, that's a big good test for our defense. Uh, so we'll see how that rolls. After they got um Memphis, they got Arkansas, then they got Southeast Louisiana, uh, California. They got California. It must be a home and home series. They did go over to California last year. Uh, they got got to go to T Town uh, September 28th. Usually can be a good one, but sometimes it can be a blowout with Alabama on top. Roll Tide. Uh, they got to go play Vanderbilt in Oxford. Uh, got to go to Missouri. Have to play Texas and M bye week. Play Auburn, New Mexico State. Uh, play LSU the bye week to Mississippi State for the big one. Uh, that's a fairly good schedule. I would say they will beat Memphis. I don't want to predict Arkansas, but I do say their wins. They'll beat Memphis. They'll beat Southeast Louisiana. They'll beat California. And Vanderbilt will be, I don't know. We'll see how that rolls. I think they'll lose to Missouri, though. They'll lose to Texas A&M. By the week, they'll lose to Auburn. They'll, of course, beat New Mexico State. Respectfully, they'll lose to LSU by week, and then we'll see with Mississippi State. I think they'll lose to Mississippi State, but we'll see. And also, another thing. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure they're very happy. Ole Miss is finally bowl eligible. They're finally coming off that ban. That's another thing that's big for Ole Miss. They are so far free. They're free. They're free. They're free. So, that's big. And... We'll see how that goes. Oh, and their quarterback is new. Their, their quarterback will not be that Hawaiian quarterback. Their quarterback will be Matt Corral. He's coming in with the redshirt freshman. So we'll see how they roll. They're going to be new this year. They're going to be different than we've seen in the past. So I, we're, I'm excited to watch them. I'm excited to watch them play this weekend. We'll see how they roll. Next team, right across the state. or not too far across the straight state. Mississippi State, head coach Joe Moorhead, big year for Joe Moorhead, big year. He needs to improve that offense, and he needs to prove that what he has to take to be a successful head coach in the SEC. I believe he can do it. Big year. They're coming off to uh, losing some big guys. They're placing the quarterback, Tommy Stevens, a transfer from uh, Penn State. This guy can run. He's 6'5", 240 pounds. This guy can run. I think he can be very successful. 
successful. And they're bringing in, of course, they still got running back Callan Hill. He could be one of the best Mississippi State running backs ever. So that's going to be a big year. Their defense, it's big year defensive line or defensive end Chauncey Rivers. He's going to have to step up, and he's going to have to step in a, in a big row. So that defense will be something to watch for this year. Uh, big year for Mississippi State. Joe Moorhead really needs to get that program going and see if he can consistently get that offense going because that offense was not good at all last year. They barely could move the ball and get going, and they need to catch the ball too. So we'll see how they roll. I believe they. I believe in Joe Moorhead. I really hope that he really does something special. They kick off the season in New Orleans against Louisiana Lafayette. That's a very weird game to play Louisiana Lafayette in New Orleans. I don't know. What it is, if it's a, I don't know if it's a home-and-home home series or what, because they did play Louisiana Lafayette, I believe, in Starkville last year. It might be for a team revenue to help Louisiana Lafayette or what. I'm not for sure, but it's in the Superdome, so we will see. Second week, they got in-state game against Southern Miss. Then they play Stark, uh, Kansas State in Starkville. That's a home-and-home home, because they did go to uh, over there in Manhattan last year. That would be a good game to see. I don't know how Kansas State will do this year. They are bringing in new coach. Bill Snyder retired finally. Respectfully, I really like that coach. Really good coach. After that, they'll play a good game against Kentucky. Uh, Auburn, which could be a tricky game. Oh, Mississippi State could be 1, 2, 3, 4. That could be 4-0. So, that Auburn-Mississippi State game could be a ranked game. So, we'll see how that rolls down. I'm excited. See, my adrenaline is so hyped up. I'm excited about football this year. Bye week, Tennessee and Knoxville, big game. Tennessee can be a very tough place, uh, tough place to play at. LSU is always a big game. Oh, that's a really, always usually a really big game. I'm sure, last year was some really chaotic moments, as we all know, with Devin White. Uh, they got then I have to go to Texas A&M on October 26th. They play Arkansas. Bye week, uh, play Alabama November 16th. That's gonna be a good one. Uh, Abilene Christian before they play Ole Miss. And that's going to be, it's a big year. I believe in Mississippi State's program. So we'll see. The next team in the SEC West is Texas A&M. The new powerhouse. I mean, they're always been a powerhouse, but they're, they're going to be the team to watch for it in the coming years. Head coach Jimbo Fisher is getting that program to be a national championship contender. And fans of the SEC, we better watch out because they're coming. They are coming. Their quarterback, Kellen Bond, first three-year starter quarterback since 2010. And he is improving every daggum year. So we will see how they roll. Defense is going to be stacked up. Their defense better get going. Buddy Johnson better get that defense he better do something big for that defense. I mean, their secondary, at least for a secondary, that secondary needs to improve. Needs to improve. We will see how they roll. They are also bringing in a new running back. Uh, that Williams is gone. They're bringing in Josh on Deshaun Corbin. So we'll see. They're, they have some good wide receiver uh, core coming in. So we'll see. They might have one of the best wide receiver core in SEC, actually. Uh, be, uh, beside it's Alabama and Georgia. So we'll see how they roll. They got some good group, group group of guys. They got a good recruiting class. They got a top five recruiting class. Come on, man. 
So, and they got their secondary was 12th last year in SEC. That needs to improve. If that defense can improve, at least secondary-wise, Texas A&M will be unbelievable, phenomenal, good. Jerry Fisher will be there. He will win a national championship in his years. And I want to say that I want to believe they will. And this year will be a good year. I'm excited about the 2020 year for them. This year will be a really great year. Although next year they do have to replace a quarterback, I believe. Uh, This year, their schedule, they're playing Texas State to kick off the season. And then the second game of the season, they're going to Clemson. Big game. Really big game. Uh, I might pull for Clemson that game. I usually do pull for Clemson. I mean, no offense to Texas A&M. I really hope they do good. But... I don't want to sound negative. I love the SEC, but I, I'm going to pull for Clemson that game. I I like Clemson. So, Texas A&M, after they play Clemson, they play Lamar. Then they play Auburn. Big game, of course. They got another big game at Arkansas, against Arkansas and Arkansas, Texas. As we all know, it might, the chances of going that game going to the overtime is really good. Uh, bye week, then they play Alabama, baby. October 12th. That's going to be an L. I don't know. We'll see. That's going to be a good game. Last time it was in College Station. It sure enough was a good game. I almost got a heart attack. Uh, play Ole Miss. October 19th. They play Mississippi State. Then they play University of Texas San Antonio. A.K.A. UTSA. Bye week. South Carolina. Georgia. And then LSU at Baton Rouge. So that's a very hard schedule for Texas A&M. Clemson, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, LSU. Wow. That is hard. I did not realize how hard that schedule was. Everybody was talking about South Carolina and... uh, uh, Auburn, but Texas A&M might be just harder than Auburn. They got one, two, three, four, five. Oh, it might be about the same as Auburn. I don't know. We'll see. Auburn doesn't play Clemson, but we'll see how Texas A&M rolls. So next up, LSU Tigers. Under head coach Ed Orgeron, bring in quarterback Joe Burrow, another program that I believe that I might actually, it's getting stronger every year. They're going back to the LSU ways. That offense needs to get going. They need to get going. Last year, that offense was not going. LSU was still good, but that offense was not good. I mean, they was not moving that ball. And just imagine if they did move that ball, how dangerous they could be. But we'll see this year. They're bringing in new. They're excited. Those people in Louisiana, Louisiana are always are always excited. But this year they're excited, really, because they're bringing in a new offensive coordinator. And he, we all know, the offensive coordinator can spark up an offense. Joe Brady, uh, he was down at New Orleans Saints, helping out with Drew Brees and Sean Payton for their Super Bowl run. So we'll see how they roll this year. That they're gonna go to a more of a a weird 
offensive scheme that we've never seen before. We're going, they're going to uh, a spread offense type. They're going to be a different offense. They're going to a new look this year. So we'll see how LSU does this year. And I love that spread offense. That spread offense can we can really move the ball down the field. But but you have to have a good offensive line. And last year they have allowed 35 allowed sacks. So we will see how they roll. And that stat they got phenomenal defense coming in. I mean, great defense. We all know their DBU. Uh, Grant Delpit coming in. I don't think I just pronounced his name right, but I don't care. He is one of the best safeties in college football. Might be he top 15 draft pick. We will see how they roll. Uh, Christian Fulton as on cornerback. They're going to be strong again on their secondary. We will see uh, how they roll. Big year for him, of course. They need it on um, get going. Uh, LSU kick off the season against Georgia Southern. That's a good that's a good start of the season. I mean, I'm not I know it's Georgia Southern, but that's a good challenge just for the defensive line. Really good challenge just for the defensive line. Because that Georgia Southern triple option scheme. I never watched LSU play a triple option scheme. So I don't know if they have struggled with it like Alabama does. But that's gonna be a good challenge for the defensive line. After they play LSU, I mean after they play Georgia Southern. They play Texas in Austin. So, big game. I'm excited to watch it play. Good challenge. Good test. After that, they got in-state game against Northwestern State. Uh, Vanderbilt, they have to go to Nashville. Very weird because I've never seen in my life probably LSU going to Nashville. Uh, then they got Bowie, Utah State. That's probably the homecoming game, I would imagine. Either that game or Northwestern State. Then after that, they got Florida. Then Mississippi State. Then Auburn, bye week. They got Alabama, Ole Miss, then Arkansas, and Texas A&M. Um, they got another hard schedule, but it's LSU. They're tough. They're good. They're going to be, they could be in the semifinals this year. We will see how they roll. Uh, then finally, finally, the last but not least of the SEC West, Alabama. Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa has been hopeful. Hopefully, then he got the three Musketeers: Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, and uh, Hano Ruggs. Then he got the other guys: John Mechie, Jalen Waddle. And speaking of John Mechie, he's the new face of the program of the wide receivers after the three Musketeers leave Alabama. Him and Jalen Waddle next year will be taking over the show. John Mechie, I'm excited about. I'm really excited about. Bringing in a new offensive coordinator, by the way, Steve Sarkeesian. It's going to be a... Steve Sarkeesian's got a really decent playbook. I mean, I know he didn't do well against with the Atlanta Falcons, but he... That scheme that he runs, just really just like it for some reason. I just like how it's got that little trickery type playbook. I love it. Running back Najee Harris, another... Coming in, this is his breakout year. This could be his breakout year. I'm really happy that he he chose not to transfer. It wasn't really a big thing, but still, I'm really glad he just he's staying at Bama. But Brian Robinson coming in, it's a big year for Brian Robinson. You never really hear from him, but this could be another. This could be a good year for him. We'll see how he rolls. 
the defensive side of the ball, I'm really happy, really happy to pronounce Terrell Lewis is 100% healthy and he will be starting against Duke. And it's been so long since we have seen Terrell Lewis on that field. And I am pumped about Terrell Lewis. And you got potential first round um, draft pick. A bunch of them, actually. Raekwon Davids kind of have to step up in a big role. While Isaiah Bugs and Quentin Williams uh, is going to the NFL. Raekwon will be huge this year. Really huge. I think he will be... He's going to take over. I think he'll be big. I don't, don't think he'll be as good as Quentin Williams, but I think he'll be strong and he'll get a lot of tackles and sacks. Anthony Genie is going to be really big on the outside and Dylan Moses as well. And a big year for Patrick Sertain. People were down on him after the National Championship game. I know he didn't have a good game, but big year. I'm ready to see him bounce back. Uh, Trayvon Diggs coming back healthy. Really excited to see him. Xavier McKinney, the heart of the the um defense and then he, this is a big year for uh Jalen Armour Davis he after that injury I like to see him improve more uh last but not least about Alabama the kicking Will Rockard I really hope we got some kicking coming in he had an 8 day game he did good do good we will there's he's been consistent in practice according to Nick Saban. So we'll see. I really support my kicking game a lot. I just can't wait till Will Rocker gets his first kick. I really he was the number one kicker in the nation. Most people really hate on Alabama's kicking game. But the past few years, I don't know what it is. We just it's just something that we get, we recruit good kickers. We recruit the top five kickers every year. I don't know what it is. They just don't do successful in Alabama, I guess. Will Rockard will be successful, I hope. This is the first time we've gotten, like, the number one actual kicker. The past few seasons, we got, like, the number two kicker, the number three kicker. People say, oh, you said that last year. Uh, we got the one of them. But a few years ago, we I, I was saying that we got one of the best kickers. It's that means it was the number two or number three. We got the best kicker coming out and coming to Bama. And if Will Rocker doesn't do good, we got Judge Belufus, who will bounce back from last year. So that's all I got to say about that. And the schedule, fairly easy. Fairly, fairly easy, respectfully, to do. We got Duke, New Mexico State. Tricky game against South Carolina. I'll talk more about South Carolina later, but... September 14th, it's going to be hot that day. I believe we will run all over them, like 50 to 14. Uh, it sounds crazy to say that, but it could be a tricky game because mental mistakes are easy to happen when you're when you're playing a 2 30 game and you're playing at the hottest place in the ACC and when you got a loud fan base. That's not a big stadium, but that's a loud stadium. Then after you got South Carolina, Southern Miss, Ole Miss. That's back-to-back Mississippi teams. By the week, a huge one against Texas A&M. Tennessee, which could have a big year. I don't want to say big year, bounce back year. Uh, Arkansas, by the week. LSU's always a big game. I'm excited about that one always. Mississippi State, Starkville could be another big game. 
Western Carolina, then the Iron Bowl, which will be huge. Could be a top 10 matchup. Potentially top five. Could have SEC championship playoffs hopes on the line. Uh, moving on to the SEC East. I don't have much to say about this one. But starting off with Vanderbilt, I really hope they do good. I really hope they go to the back to the bowl game. I really hope they win like six or seven games. But head coach Derek Mason has done a good job for them. They're bringing in a new quarterback. They're bringing in either Riley Neal or uh, Wallace. I think it's Deuce Wallace. That's his name. We'll see. Derek Mason doesn't want to announce his quarterback until starting the game. So we'll see this weekend when they play Georgia. They still get their running back. He is the best. Could be. He's like the top three running back in the SEC. Good show him for home. So, let's see how Vanderbilt does. They did come off a bowl game, which is very good. They did lose. I'm ready to see them win a bowl game. A good bowl game, not the Birmingham Bowl. So, we'll see. They got a good challenge this weekend playing Georgia. Then they go over there to Indiana and play uh, Purdue. And by week, LSU, Northern Illinois, Ole Miss, uh, Las Vegas, Missouri, Bowick, South Carolina, Florida, Kentucky, uh, East Texas State University, then Tennessee. So it could, could be, I hope it's six, at least a six or seven game. For Vanderbilt, it's like a six or seven game. It's good enough for them. But I really hope. They maybe get eight. I don't know. Maybe so. Uh, can, uh, another thing about Vanderbilt, they can give you a challenge. They can give you that one game to where they can give you a scare. So we'll see how they roll. I really hope their fan base improves. My prediction for Vanderbilt this year is they, got, they improved. They're in the top 25 or top 10, I'll say, for the most improved fan attendance. So we'll see. How that rolls down. Next team, the Tennessee Volunteers head coach Jeremy Pruitt coming in with quarterback Jerry Garantano. Those fans over there at Knoxville are excited about Jerry Garantano this year. They're really excited. They got a good recruiting class coming in as well. They got some powerful receivers coming back. A new offense coordinator. So we'll see how they roll. Their defense might need to improve a little bit. Uh, well, this is the year that we'll see how what Jeremy Pruitt's got, what he's got as a head coach. We'll see how he rolls. This is a year. I really don't like to um see how he roll on um, coaches roll in the first year, I, but it's just always second and up, uh, or second really the second third season. That's football wise. It's usually the second and third season. So we'll see how it rolls. Their schedule kicks off against Georgia State. Triple option team. Going to be a little challenge, I guess, for the defensive line. Uh, play BYU in Chattanooga, Florida. Tennessee, Florida has always been a good game. I really like watching that game. It's always usually a really decent ball game to watch. Uh, Bow week, we've got Georgia, Mississippi State, which would be a good one. Alabama. South Carolina, UAB, watch out, Tennessee, the people from Birmingham, I might get ya. Uh, 
Kentucky, usually a good one. Bowick, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. So we'll see how Tennessee responds this year. They're saying that this could be a different year. They are bringing in a new assistant coach, T. Martin, who's a very, very accomplished, good coach. So we'll see how that rolls down. I believe in, I'm not, I hate Tennessee, but I kind of get the feeling that Jimmy Pruitt will kind of get that program rolling. We'll see how Tennessee rolls this year. Uh, they could, I don't, I wouldn't say a top 25 team, but I will say they win a lot more. Uh, I say they win about two or three more games than they did, they did last year. Uh, and Kentucky. Next up is Kentucky. Kentucky's the team in SEC East that I, I would compare him to more like the Joe Moorhead from Mississippi State. Because Mark Stoops, big year after a very successful year last year. Let's see if he can continue. This, this is a test, a challenge. They lose. They lost a lot of players. One of the most talented defensive uh, players in the SEC, Josh Allen, did, but they also lost uh, the running back, Snell Jr. But they are bringing him back to quarterback Terry Wilson. I know he was had trouble with accuracy sometimes. He had trouble with accuracy. So they did have a little bit trouble moving that offense on the passing game. So I would like to see how Terry Wilson moves the ball this year. I very... I feel like he will. I, he's got he's a very good running quarterback. Bringing in uh, Lynn Bowden, he will be a good receiver to combination between Wilts and Bowden. Uh, running back AJ Rose, we'll see. I think Rose will be good for them. I don't think he'll be as good as Snell, but he will be good. Defense-wise, they got so many starters are going. They got like seven starters going. So we'll see how that rolls down. That's going to be the challenge. Any offense, it's the defense is going to be challenged. See if they can, their defense can be as still as good because they had a very good defense last year. Uh, running back, that course the running game was really strong. But if they can, if their running game can continue to be strong, their defense can continue to be strong, and their quarterback, if Terry Wilson can be better on their his accuracy. Kentucky could be a, a strong SEC East contender, and they was last year. So, we will see what Kentucky does to kick off the season against Toledo, uh, play Eastern Michigan. So, they could potentially be 2-0. Kentucky's weird. First, they get, they're kind of weird to start off this uh, season because every year they're always, like, battling with – they always have, like, this 24-14 to 14 win against some – team that's not really that good that you're supposed to win by like 40 so we'll see uh kentucky plays florida next <laughs> they could start off a streak kentucky could two in a row uh they didn't they go to darkville uh south carolina bow week arkansas georgia missouri bow week tennessee vanderbilt ut martin and louisville so we'll see how that rolls down. Uh, big year for Kentucky. Mark Stoops, this is a season that they need to be the same as last year or better. 
We'll see what he's got. If he can be, if he's that good of a coach to uh, actually stay in the SEC. Heck, he's got the family. He's got the DNA to be a really good coach for sure. So we'll see. Next coach, South Carolina. Oh, next team, I mean, South Carolina. Interesting year for South Carolina. Will Muschamp coming back as the head coach. Jake Bentley, Alabama product, coming back as the quarterback. But they're losing one of the most talented receivers in the nation, Debo Samuel. Maybe not nation, maybe SEC. Maybe, but defense just needs to improve. Uh, they do got some guys on the interior line that they're really excited about to at least be a double-digit sack artist. So we'll see how they roll. They're going to be very young. The running back depth. They're going to have depth on the running back. They are bringing in a bringing in a transfer from Clemson. So we'll see. They will have experience that wide receiver. All of, all of their Senior, uh, wide receivers or seniors, I believe. So we'll see how they roll down. Uh, I don't want to make a prediction, but South Carolina is, they could be like, they can be a little bit better than last year. Will Muschamp is doing a decent job. They just need to recruit a little bit better. And I believe they did get some guys just a few weeks ago. That's coming in for next year. So we'll see how Will Muschamp does. They're kicking off a big game this weekend against North Carolina. It's a really huge game for to kick off the season. Then they got Charleston Southern. Then another big one, Alabama, Missouri, Kentucky, week off. Then Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, then Appalachian State, then Texas A&M. Then the big one, that clip or home game against Clemson. So I'm sure South Carolina has big attentions this year, but we'll see how they roll. I mean, they did get, I think they did lose pretty bad last year in a bowl game. So we'll see how Carolina rolls. I'm not for sure if it's, I think they got some really, they're going to be really talented next year, but this year, I am hearing that the offense line needs to improve, and they just need to uh, – they don't know who they're going to start yet on that side of the ball. So Carolina just needs to stay patient and see what they roll out this weekend. They really do need to beat North Carolina the first to start off. Give them some confidence. And Missouri next up. Head coach Barry Odom bringing in quarterback from Clemson, Kelly Bryant. Really love Kelly Bryant. He will be a spark. He's a big spark to that football team. And then they also got some really good young guys, some really very good young guys. It's about to step up huge. And also they got one of the best tight ends in the SEC. Albert Aqua. Gamanum, whatever his name is. I can't, I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce his name right. But he's, is probably by stats, one of the top tight ends in the SEC. So defense needs to improve. 
They need to have a more consistent offense. Uh, that's huge. Caleb Bryant is going to come in. Huge. Another thing, they're on that band, but they're, they got a pill going on. So I don't know how long that will last. So we'll see how Missouri rolls out. This is a really big year, too, for Missouri. They're expecting really high on Missouri. This is the year that I've been seeing where this could be the year where Missouri could be really excited. They could be excited. They're really excited. This could be a very excited team to watch. So we'll see how Missouri does. They do kick off Wyoming. They got a big one against West Virginia. That would have been really good if that quarterback they had last year would start. They got another thing about West Virginia. I know that's Big 12, but speaking of, this is kind of similar to the Southeast. They are bringing in, they do got a new head coach, Neil Brown from Troy. So we'll see how Neil Brown does with West Virginia. Anyways, Missouri, third week of the season, playing Southeast Missouri, South Carolina, bye week. And Missouri, speaking of Troy, Missouri does play Troy. Troy does do good against the SEC. So we will see. That game, Missouri playing Ole Miss, Missouri, Vanderbilt, then Kentucky, Bowick, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, then Arkansas, Little Rock. That Missouri and Troy game could be tricky because Troy beat Nebraska last year. Troy beat LSU like two years ago. Troy nearly beat Clemson. Then Troy nearly beat Mississippi State like six years ago and Troy. So we will see how that game rolls out. They don't need no, you don't want to overlook that game. But Troy did have Neil Brown. I'm not for sure what Troy has this year. I know their offense their head coach that was the offense. They have Chip Lindsey, the offensive coordinator from Auburn a few years ago. So we'll see how um that program rolls out. But speaking of Missouri, but just focusing on Missouri, they are saying this could be the most exciting team to watch in SEC this year. So we'll, or not just SEC, but just in history. So we'll see how Missouri does. Uh, next team, Florida. That defensive line was strong. If you ever watched, got a chance to watch that game against Missouri, I mean, Miami, I mean, that was 10 stacks on Miami. But they did miss a lot of tackles. Florida, they're saying they're going to be big this year. They could also be another team that could compete with Georgia. They're saying you got quarterback. This could be a big year for Philippi Franks. He did look good against Miami, but he did show some um some bad things. But he did overall he looked really good. Wide receiver Van Jefferson. The transfer from Ole Miss is sticking to his senior year. Big year. Uh you got uh Michael Perrine as a running back. He's also a pretty good running back, too. But they got a good win off of Miami, even though they struggle. They need to fix their tackles, but they got a week to do that. They got to play E.T. Martin this weekend. They got a good game to fix that. After that, they got Kentucky. So they need to jump the gun, uh, get right back at it, playing Kentucky. Uh, Tennessee and Towson. Then Auburn for a big one. They got two big ones. Auburn and LSU, and potentially a third one when you play South Carolina. It's the SEC. You're going to have tough weeks, tough games every week. Uh, By week, they got Georgia right back at it. Then they got Vanderbilt, Missouri, by week, then Florida State 
I don't know how Florida State would be this year. Uh, I don't even want to talk about FSU. So we'll see how Missouri on um, Florida does, does. They did look good this past weekend. I mean, their defense line was strong. Every defense line kept them in the game. That was a very impressive defense line. If their offense looked good too. Franks did have some good looks. He did have some good drives. He had a really good drive. That last touchdown he had, that was a really good drive for him. So we'll see how Florida does. Uh, They could beat Georgia, and they could be in Atlanta this year. Many people are not saying that well and saying they're not because of Georgia. And Georgia coming out of head coach Kirby Smart. Running back, the best running back in SEC probably, DeAndre Swift. And one of the top quarterbacks in SEC, Jake Fromm. Bringing in, they got some decent receivers coming in. And then they got, talent-wise, the best offensive line. The biggest and best offensive line in the SEC. They are the strongest in the SEC, talent-wise. Defense will be some, I'll say defensive, Tyler Clarkey. He's going to be a guy to watch out for. I'm really excited to watch their this game against manager but to see how well they'll do uh strong recruiting class they get like the number one recruiting class like two years ago and kirby smart obviously coming off the sec championship game they big loss to on the sugar bowl we all know how good georgia is i mean we'll see how that rolls down tyler uh, clark and david marshall we'll see how well that defense would be but this could be the most talented team for Kirby Smart this year. I'm excited to watch Georgia this year. I'm excited to see if they can win. I They're just like uh, a solo team. Texas A&M. Georgia's the SEC East. The Texas A&M SEC East. I want to see Georgia win. And I believe Kirby Smart will get them there. I mean, look, they were literally, literally, a few plays away from winning the championship. They were literally a few downs, not even a place. They were, yeah, they were a few plays away, literally a few downs away from winning that national championship. And it was very close from beating us, Alabama, in that SEC uh, championship this uh, this past weekend. I, I mean, this past year. So we'll see how they roll. Uh, my prediction for the SEC this year. All right, it's going to be Alabama versus Georgia. But I don't want to really say Alabama versus Georgia. I don't want to follow everybody else. I would not be surprised if it's Alabama versus Florida. Or it could be Georgia versus Texas A&M, Georgia LSU, or Georgia Alabama. We Alabama got... A lot of motivation. That's another thing about Alabama. We are motivated. We are ready to destroy the SEC. Thank you. Thank you, Clemson, for beating the brakes off, off, off beating the brakes out of us. Because we will dominate again this year. And we could be in the SEC. We could destroy the SEC. And we could be in the SEC championship. And we could destroy Georgia again. Not, I won't say we destroy Georgia. We will beat Georgia. And we'll be in the semifinal. And we will win the Dagum National Championship 
will be in New Orleans. Roll Tide. So, anyways, I'm getting too hyped up here. Uh, I would. I want to talk about a matchup. Uh, two matchups this weekend: Alabama, Georgia. I mean, I'm sorry, Alabama, uh, Duke. Uh, we're going to destroy Duke. There's people out there betting more. People care. This weekend is more about how bad Alabama will Alabama cover the spread. That seems like what? That seems like more of the talk. But respectfully for Duke, I got massive respect for that program. David Cutliffe is doing a fantastic job for that program. I mean, look at what he's been doing. I mean, he look, his first four years, he averaged 3.8 wins per year. In the last seven years, he averaged 7.4 wins with three straight bowl games wins. And this is his truck season. That is crazy how that piece has turned he has turned that program around. And include something else. He's ACC championship game. Even though he got killed. Bringing in a new quarterback, Quentin Harris. He started two court he started two games last year. So we'll see how that rolls. Uh, Quentin Harris, he's six foot one, two hundred pounds. He was like fifty percent in his career. With 34 for 68, 437 yards, 7 interceptions. I believe that's the real stats. So we'll see how that rolls down. Prediction probably 50 to 14, but I don't want... Duke's a different ball game. Duke's a different team than... Uh, normal. People are saying they're going to have a setback from last year, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what Duke does. Uh... The next game is Oregon versus Auburn. I talked about Auburn. I'll talk about Oregon. Head coach Mari uh Mari Cristobal. Quarterback Justin Hebert. AKA if you Louisiana people, Justin Agbar, if you want to get Cajun with it. Uh Oregon's got some young talent on defense. Uh, they could have one of the strongest, that defense, you never hear. I've watched, I've liked to keep up with Oregon a lot. Ever since about when DeAnthony Thomas and Michael James and Kenyon Barn, Barner was there in like 2011. Oregon, this could be the year that Oregon steps back and beat Oregon. The Oregon that we usually see. They got, of course, one of the talented quarterbacks in the nation. And they got probably... The strongest offensive line, they definitely the strongest offensive line, pick 12, pack 12. But they do have the strongest offensive line potentially in the, the nation. This team, this game will go with Arbor's D line versus Oregon's offensive line. That's the story of the game, probably. It's it could it could be Bo Nix versus Justin, but the big story of the game people are talking about are the defensive line versus the offensive line between Oregon versus Auburn. And uh, Oregon's on offensive side of the ball. They got some good receivers coming in. They still got some good receivers, but about two of the—I don't know if one of them will be playing. It's either one or two that's not playing. They did. They three of their receivers got injured in training camp. Their best receiver is coming back for the game, though, Jawan Johnson. So that will be good for Justin. And their running backs. 
There were the only two freshman running backs last year in the country that rushed for combined 1,800 yards. So we will see how Oregon does this year. I'm very excited. They got a lot of young talent, lots of depth on defense with Jordan Scott. And then they could, they're going to be a top tiger Pac-12 defense and potentially even more. And the other thing I'm excited about, they're bringing in Kevion Thibodeau, the number one player overall coming out of high school. I'm thrilled to see him play. I am excited to watch him play. They are going to dominate the Pac-12 on defensive side. Oregon has not, we have not seen Oregon's play good on defense in a long time. This could be very important. This is a very important year for a defense. If that defense can be good, Oregon's never had a good defense at all. Not even when really Taggart was a coach. And Cristobal has never really had a chance to produce a good defense. This is the year that he's producing a defense, and I'm excited to see what they play. The thing about Oregon, though, is they to compete in they got their Pac-12 games are going to be tough because their biggest games, like against Washington and Stanford, most of their big big games will be on the road. So we'll see how Oregon does. I'm excited to see what they'll do against uh, Auburn. It's going to be an exciting game. I'm thrilled. I'm really you can tell I'm already pumped up about it. And you know what? Y'all have a great day. This is the end of my podcast. I'll see y'all next week.